Jaspers took away. Jaspers gets your money's worth. Now, that was boys. How are we doing now? Uh, Minnesota. Good. Good. Summer. Summer in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, getting after it is so hot. It's this game is it's it's obnoxiously already hot. I uh, got a good show for you tonight. Um, first off, before we get into, it, I want to talk about the Christian Clark article. He came out with a great article today about why the Smoothie King Center needs upgrades. And Adam Silver came out and said that all NBA teams need to have a state of the art uh, facility. And it's listen, the Smoothie King is very outdated. It, it was built, I think, it was built in the 1999. I think it's for the New Orleans Brass. Uh, the brass yeah, used it, and then they 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 had built the Smoothie King Center. I'm sorry, the New Orleans Arena at the time, in order to get another professional team, in which the Horns came and they were successful. And since then, they haven't really upgraded, done much with it. Uh, so, Lito, I'll start with you. What would you, if you could just upgrade one thing about the arena? It, it could be sound, video boards, seating. I hate the fucking blue seats so much. Uh, that's been a very popular answer. <clears throat> that's been a very popular answer. I hate those seats so much, especially seeing it on television. It's ugly. It's terrible. It's like, never mind. It it is <laughs> it's, it's it's that seat is the the two a.m. last call at the bar when you about to go home. Like you 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 looking for a participant? That's that seat. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't I don't I don't understand. It's I, really ugly, bro. The 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 reason that the seat is the seat, the uniform and the team name changed. Right. Right, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it, it completely. You know this. You know the the Superdome had some really ugly seats too, they and they finally upgrade. I know they upgrade the sideline seats to all black. I can't remember exactly what the end zone looks like now, but uh, Ross, I know Christian has like really talked about like how bad the sound is in the stadium as well. Um, they still they you know like till a couple of years ago they used to have the uh, the um, arena football. Y'all remember the arena football league when Voodoo was here? They still, they used to have the uprights like still up there. They finally took those down a couple of uh, years ago, but they're like old video boards that are still up there that are just completely black during the game. Uh, what would you like to see change inside the arena? But, so, yeah, lighting and sound are not great, Bad. but for me, it's the. So I think a few years uh, back they redid the like the club. Like yeah, loger like the you know you go get your food and drinks, bathrooms and stuff. Yeah. The other ones that like the non club like first floor is awful to me. Yeah. It's like it just still looks like it did twenty yeah. years ago. There's like not a lot of like flash. They've redone it. They've like done things in certain area, like a little patch job here and a little patch job there. Um, but that like going to your seat on the first level, not the bottom floor where you like walk in the team store, not there. The like that upper section where you, if you wanted to go eat food, it just is so bland. Yeah. It's that, that was a popular answer too. A lot of people talk about the concourse being really small, uh, you know, narrow, uh, and also the food. Food is ass. How is, how are you in the city of New Orleans? <laughs> how can you be the, how can you be in the city and not have great food? How do you, how do you be? Well, let me ask you this, Leo. What, what, what vendor would you like to see in? Oh, there were some, there were some good answers. They were like, they, there were some good answers. Like, part, go ahead. Now that's a tough question because like it's so many, it's so much good food here, and that's that's the problem. Is I think just generally speaking, people don't understand that it's not like the team isn't going off or the smooth or whoever you know manages SMG or whoever manages Smoothie King is not going on these like one-off trips to like Popeyes to see if they <laughs> want to. It's not that's just not wait, like. Wait, but wait, why you say that? 
why because wouldn't just Popeye? Getting... Why wouldn't Popeyes be in there? How is no, Popeyes not in no, there? Okay, like, literally. I understand. I, yes, I'm, I'm with you. They should be, but they just get one of these like generic like Cisco or whatever food providers yeah. and make it work. I, I've always thought. Um, so right when Yulman opened, they had a lot of like local stuff in there, um, and I've always thought that was pretty cool. And there's someone brought few, up Yulman. They've always had. They've always had a better. Like, they're like char-grilled food. oysters. They got like Acme and they got like Drago for a while. or whatever it is. Yeah, like, for yeah. a while. And so there's other like there's other stuff you can do. Um, but yeah, they they gotta. I think they need to to kind of re-engage the city from yeah, that front. Completely agree. All right, let's get uh, into the actual show. So, Lito, I asked y'all a question uh, about Friday. I was like, what do y'all want to talk about on this show? And I loved <laughs> what you said. And so I'm gonna lead it off with you. Uh, me and you, Bi's our guy. Yeah, he, sure. he had a rough stretch there uh, yeah. where I thought we were realistic with it. But Brandon in his last 30 games. Yeah. Okay, let's break it down to his. Last, I know I know games play whatever. Let's let's forget that his last 30 games mm-hmm. averaged 27 points per game, six and a half assists, five point seven rebounds, had two triple doubles. First two triple doubles of his career yep. Four of those games had double digits assists. What you saw from Brandon, I thought, was great facilitating, getting to his spots. We, we and then rebounding. I thought rebounding, he made it a, an actual effort to start rebounding. Now, there were some times, some moments, some lapses where he was ball watching his man, he didn't box out. I get that. that. That happens. But what did you like from Brandon the last 30 games? And what we're going to talk about here is what you brought up is him working out in New Orleans. And, and uh, Scoopy came out saying he's, he's ready to have this monster offseason. He's been in the gym two yeah. a days. We know he works. Uh, what well, it's a kind of a two part question. One, would you like to see what did you like from his last 30 games? Yeah, and then what does this mean? You know, him staying in New Orleans, working out, getting after in the gym. Um, in his last 30 games, I think you said 27 6 and 27 six and, you say six, six and round up. Yeah, all right. I like <clears throat> for me that that Brent Brandon has all the intangibles, he has all the tools, he has all the skills that you would want. In a, in a player, uh, I'm not gonna call him a, a, a clone of of KD, but he has that body type. Like if Kevin Durant would be the if there if he's a clone, he would be where he came from, right? Like that type of body type style of play, right? But what I like, I like the assist. Love the assist. <clears throat> the assist for me, it, it it showed me that you know he trusts Trey, he trusts CJ, he trusts whoever's on the floor at the time. Even if it's not like a, a a perimeter type player, like Brandon is is really good with the pocket pass, short roll passes. Um, <clears throat> I think for years now we've been enamored with the idea of Brandon Ingram, and I think for the last, I, I want to say, I've seen the, I've seen it before, but before the last thirty games, I never see him play that type of style with that type of fire. He didn't have. I've never seen him play with that type of focus and passion. He played like he was playing like he had essentially mastered the game. Um, he played like he. The game was moving very slow for him. He was always two steps ahead of what was going to happen next. He saw it. He saw the future, right? And uh, I, for me, that's very encouraging to see, especially like with the with the the the. Elevation of Trey with Herb in those last twenty games, he, those he was shooting over forty seven percent from deep. Right, uh, I think, and I think in a playing game, Trey had, uh, Herb had twenty as well. 
Um, so for me, seeing that, I think they took a page out of Brandon's book. Brandon instilled confidence in them. And I think the team realized that while Brandon is going to get his, he will find you if you're open. Um, the second part of the question, you it was, uh, what does it mean for him to be in New Orleans? I think, honestly, listen, I'm going to be honest. That didn't tell me anything. Okay. Because we know who Brandon is. We've heard this before. We hear he's a gym rat. Um, and I'm going to be brutally honest. <clears throat> I need I need Brandon and Zion to come to face the congregation. I, I, this, again, we're going to talk about draft picks. We're going to talk about, you know, we'll, not today, but we'll eventually talk about free agency. None of that shit matters <clears throat> if 14 and 1 are healthy. So, while he is in the gym, while he's doing his thing, which we know Brandon to do, I know I can't force him to be healthy. And I know he necessarily, I know he does not want to be healthy. But going forward, right, I want to see them on the floor because none of this matters. At the same time, I haven't heard anything about Zion. Well, yeah, that's what I was. Dotson came out and said that Zion's <laughs> been, and we've heard that that Zion's been in New Orleans as well. Um, but that's just another. We we talk about like, Zion's not like a big like video, like unless he's like windmilling dunking. But he's not a big workout video guy. Neither is Brandon. But you'll hear more from Brandon than Zion. Uh, Ross, kind of same question to you uh, with Brandon. Wait, before you wait, before you answer, can I say one thing? Yeah, of course. This I just want to say this this whole again this whole season, everything moving forward. This is on them. They th those two they owe. They owe the franchise. They owe the fans. Not only that, you talk about why Herb Jones not on the list. They owe Herb. They they owe mm. they owe they owe Trey uh his spot in the national spotlight. Not only that, they owe CJ. Yeah, they definitely owe CJ. And you made a great <clears throat> point actually though, before I get to you, Ross, is that he instilled confidence in those players. And I think that's important that you said that because <laughs> As a leader, as a face, you have to like you're looking at what Jimmy Butler's doing right now, right? The Max Struess, the Vincents, the, the you know, even the Duncan Robinson, okay, who's really struggled this year. Uh, you're seeing that he's trusting his guys. And I think down the stretch, you saw that from Brandon, trusting Trey, trusting Herb, trusting CJ, et cetera. Ross, um, last 30 games from Brandon, what'd you think of him? And then what does this mean that he's working out in New Orleans and Scoopy's report? Yeah, the New Orleans thing doesn't mean doesn't means nothing to me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the fact that he's here, I mean, that's great. But he also like, as I understand, it, I think he owns a house here. I mean, like, North he, Shore. Yeah, like he lives here. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's not. Yeah, that that to me, it means nothing. Um, but going back to what Lito said, you started off by saying that Brandon has all the tools and intangibles that you'd want, and I think I agree with you on the tools part. And I I still have questions about the intangibles. I don't. I think I saw a different type of, of focus those last 30 games, but I need that for a whole year. Yeah. And I need him to take another step in terms of toughness. And I need him to take a, another step in terms of holding his teammates accountable. Like there's, I don't think he has all the, everything I need from it, from an intangible standpoint. And, and for me, that's more important than the basketball part with him because we saw like this year, his highest points per game of his career um, highest assist, highest assist of his career, yeah. most free throw attempts for his career, highest free throw percentage of his career, highest three point percentage, or I think maybe even maybe a tenth of a pro. I mean, it's uh, like almost. Yeah. I think that I think it might have been the highest, or he might have been like a tenth off three points of, of, for his career. 
I think it was his highest or his second highest field goal percentage of his career. Like he clearly got better when he played. It, it just goes back to that. Like, I need you to play more. You are a difference maker when you play. I think the one thing from a basketball perspective that that I need to see more of, and it's something that, like, I think Chaz has kind of alluded to a handful of times, is that he's got, like, you shot almost 40%, 39, whatever it was from three this year. I need a higher volume of that just because it's where the game's going, and, and I think it'll open up more for, for what he does in terms of facilitating, for what he does likes to do in the mid-range or getting all the way to the basket. I think it needs to be there needs to be a higher volume of three point shots from Brandon this year. I think he only took three or maybe yeah, not even four. Yeah, That's yeah, a great yeah, talking point about Brandon. We talk about this. Um, shout out to the, the Ryan hates bagels guy, Lito, because uh, he he's been he's been on the train of like get away from the three ball thing. But it, I feel like this is the way the game has been uh, if, going if, towards. If you can't make the, them, if you watch in the playoffs, like what what you're saying, what Ross is saying, that. That is the you can't be on the floor, right? Right. But what I'm saying though is that Brandon clearly isn't. He is a mid range killer, right? We 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 know that's what he is. So I guess I'll start with Lito and Ross to present the question: Is do you want to do? You know, hey Brandon, you need to take five threes a game. Well, I'm not comfortable taking five threes a game. What if he's not comfortable taking five? It's, only, it's only two more threes. But I I understand that in the grand scheme of things. But like getting up, like thinking, all right, all right, thinking like I got shit. I got three three, three, right. three three point attempts tonight. I need to get up to six. Like does that like factor? Would that affect his game? Is I guess what I'm trying. I to think say. I think that needs to be. That's a that is a a two party situation. It's on Brandon, but it's on the staff to <clears throat> reinforce it and to remind him. Hey, you only have X amount of threes. Like we need you to up it in the next half. Here's the other thing too. If you look at every superstar, minus probably Giannis, who has won a, a championship in the last five years, you got mid-range scorers who will take and make threes. Kawhi Leonard. Right? Well, I think you've seen even Jimmy's been doing in the playoffs, but Jimmy's not really a big three-point guy. But he's shooting. He's making. He's he's shooting at least four though. Right. Maybe maybe four. Okay. But 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 I'll tell you this: the thing I've noticed about Jimmy's threes. Jimmy normally shoots him in the fourth. Doesn't take him in the first half. So he kind of he kind of takes him when he when he when he has to. Okay. I mean that's then do y'all expect Zion to take threes? I think it's a totally no, no yes and no, but it, it for me it's a totally different style of play. Like Brandon is a good mid like is a very very good mid-range no, he's shooter. Elite, I he's a elite free throw shooter. Like this isn't like this isn't me telling uh, you know, random player. Hey, you, I need you to get up more. It's really, hey, get up more shots, and to the extent that we can get him more open looks from three. Because let's be honest, Brandon takes some tough ass mid range shots, like some tough. And he t- now he makes them most of the time, but he takes some really tough contested shots. And and my thought is, maybe there's going to be if you'll spread where you're starting from, right from the point of attack out another two steps maybe you either get more room to operate or maybe you knock down a couple more threes because that's what i'll say if you knock down a couple <clears throat> now now the and, defense has to respect that and then, then it becomes legitimately as opposed to dri- yeah as opposed to right. dribbling into a lot right. of like contested two sure no i mean i listen it's 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 fair points um i'm, look, right. I'm looking at Kawhi leonard like Kawhi leonard's 2019 finals against the warriors he was averaging six threes a game you don't even think of Kawhi shooting that yeah I mean, I think it's a fair point. I just think that he's got to be, you know, comfortable doing it. Like, I'm not going to tell a player, hey, you got to shoot six threes a game, and, like, he doesn't want to do it. Like, well, 
Then, I don't like, think. I don't. Yeah, but I, I think you're. But like, you're no, like, they made that an emphasis in the second half of Brandon, and he still didn't really do it. But I think it was the the. Now you're getting into roster construction, right? Like, sure. In theory, sure. Zion playing opens up the rest of the floor, like, and so he should be. He should get more open looks whenever yeah. Zion plays. But it just goes back to the whole thing. Like, you just the biggest thing for Brandon is intangible. Same, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you got to play more. Like, we got to, and that part of that is toughness. Part of that is come back and play. You know, it just. No, I agree. Can we? I want to wrap it up with this. And we'll start with Leo, then go to Ross. Um, I've now seen him get two triple doubles. I've seen it. I've seen him literally go hunt rebounds, go get others involved, right? He can do it. Now, am I saying, does he need to drop 20 triple doubles a, a year? No. But he should be able to, I guess, Lito say about five to seven a year. Is that fair? Triple doubles where he's literally taking over the game because he's that talented? I mean, again, the idea of Brandon Ingram should lead you to that shouldn't even be a thing. Like, this should not have been, in my mind, this should not have been his first. I know he had an opportunity in L.A. I think he he was like a, a rebound or something away. He's had a couple here, too, like where he's like a rebound or assist yeah. away. I think that, like. And I'm not saying he needs to average triple doubles and things no, like no, that. No, but no, what no, I'm no. saying is, like, when you need his best, right, when you need him to take over a game or win a game, I need you you know, fill up the stats. I need you to do everything. Right. I need you. I need to you to be the, the best Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Right. Like I need you to be the best Brandon Ingram. And I, and I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we saying this as a diss to mm -hmm. Brandon. I think we fully expect and, and think that Brandon is as good as we think he is. But in order to do that, for instance, the, <clears throat> the 40 point game. Yeah. I, I, it's shocking to me that he would, he, would he have one? In before this year, he had one against Utah. It was like three years ago, right? I, yeah, when he hit the game winner, I think he had forty five. To, to me, the way he can, the way he can score in an efficient manner, it's kind of that's shocking to me that he would only have one. <coughs> and and again, that's not a diss. I'm saying he scores the ball so well, and I and I get it. Like it's not, it's not, it's not been easy for him to score based on who is on the floor and how he's getting defended. But I think. To Ross's point, right? If you sometimes he's if he's facing a, a box in one or whatever, right there, the three is right there, which is probably the easier shot for him to take, and necessarily like having to take on five defenders at one time. I mean, listen, it's and when he's playing, Justin, when he's playing the way he played those last thirty games, it 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 allows you to start thinking about the roster in a different way, right? The same way you think about rosters with. Paul George on them or with LeBron on them or with these guys that can facilitate maybe not as a true point guard, but it changes the type of guard that you then can play with them. Yeah. Right. You can play a, re a scoring guard, a Reggie Jackson type that they've had, you know, that, that kind of started alongside some of those guys, the, the variety of point guards you've, you've seen play with LeBron. And I'm not saying that Ingram is, is that, you know, tier of player, but I'm saying the style of play opens it up to even somebody like a Jokic that does a lot of working from the elbows, facilitating, right. playing with Jamal Murray. Like you can now go find, I mean, and CJ, I guess is kind of that type of point guard um, or, you know, lead guard or whatever you want to call him. But it, it allows you to start looking at the roster in a different way. Like we don't, do you need a quote unquote true point guard? If you have well, Zion who can facilitate a little bit, Brandon who proved that like, Hey, I don't, you know, 
I think it'll allow you to do some different things if those guys can stay healthy. And I've been driving that train like they need a true point guard, but then I saw Brandon in his last three games. I'm like, I mean, we've had numerous conversations like, holy like, shit, this dude can, this dude is the point guard. Like Brandon's the point guard. Just get him the ball and get the fuck out the way kind of thing. And I think that Brandon has, like you see it with Brandon, Lito. And I, I, I agree. Like he loved the idea of him. And like, that's why I think that this year, I, I feel like I say this all the time, but like, I think this is his most important year. I think this is the, his I think most the, important. I think year. this is the franchise's. A hundred percent. I think it's David Griffin's most important year. I think it's yeah. Willie Green. I think it's Brandon. It's definitely Zion. I mean, the list goes on and on. Besides, like besides, like the sophomore or the juniors now. But uh, like, I, 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 let me say this: I think that when you have these type of dynamic players on your roster, the 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 Jamal Murray's, the Devin Booker's, um, uh, the guys like guys like that, I, you don't necessarily need a point guard. Because the gravity that they they work with, that they work within, the the ball has energy, right? Like you look at Jokic, that dude is fucking like he's I, like. Let me say this: I am so sorry to the Denver Nuggets that I said I would rather play. You should probably. Bro, so I, you know what, Bro. Jared. Five apologize. You gotta talk in the mic, Lino. See, he ain't talking the mic. I'm gonna apologize to you. Yo, yo, Ross, Ross told us there was preseason, right? Yeah, we all made fun of him. Never forget it. We all made fun of Ross, and Ross was talking his Denver Nugget shit. And I was like, we all were like, nah, man, hell no. There's no way, no, it's not way possible. And I want to apologize to Ross, and not only that, I want to apologize to the Denver Nuggets. Because I said that y'all would be an easier matchup for us <laughs> in the Sacramento Kings. And I want to let y'all know that I was fucking out of my mind. I was crazy. There's no way in hell we wouldn't have beat either one. But, nah. You know man. what? Mad respect to you for owning up. Because a lot of people don't do that. Mad respect to you for owning up and apologizing. Um, let's take presenting to you <laughs> presenting by company burger yeah. for entry. and DraftKings great burger uh ross we'll start with you uh, i did a breakdown on who i want at 14 um i'm interested to see who you think will be available at 14 <clears throat> we're not talking trade we're talking if the pelicans keep number 14 we've we've heard jet howard um we've heard hawkins we've heard maybe keontae we've heard a couple others maybe your boy from uh santa clara um Podzimski, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, it's, a good, said, uh, it's a good try. That's yeah. Good. What is that right? Podzimski, yeah. That's right. Podzimski, right? Yeah, um who do you want to see at 14? Who 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 because I, I we Lito presented a question today, but I've been talking about it. Like people want to rim protect. There's no, no rim protection at 14. No, and I'm glad you said that because I don't necessarily want to go into the, the, the who I think we're gonna get or anything. It's more of what do we need? Yeah. Well, yes and no. Right. Oh, I don't available. think. Yeah. It's a, it's a like. Don't go get the idea of something like I want us to go get. I think one of the things that this team desperately needs is like a bench microwave score. Well, I know who fits that ball, but go ahead. And so them, it's it, there's like two things I want. I either want that or I want a legitimate shooter. If you if, it, if that's the same type of person. Great. If it's not, that's fine, too. But I either want a like a like a a guard shooter, or I want a guard slash wing. Like, hey, I need buckets. Like, I saw too many times this year when either Brandon was out or Zion was out, or even sometimes when they were in, where that second unit could just go icicle cold and just not be able to generate a look. And 
every team for the most part, like, and it's more of a regular season thing, I think, than a play than like a playoff thing. But there's just some times in the regular season where like you just need that dude off the bench that's just gonna come and give you 24, 25, a <laughs> random night, right? Like a, and I and I'm not saying this needs to be the best player in the world. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not here looking for like a a you know a, if if you stumble into a difference maker, awesome. But for me, those are the like that's the type of thing I hope we are looking to evaluate. Don't go get me some like I don't need another defender. I need somebody that can shoot and or someone that can come in and just get buckets, especially Man. if we're staying with the same coaching staff. It's it's funny you said that, Ross, because I couldn't agree more with you because I got crushed, Lito. I did a video on Keontae, um, the guard out of Baylor, and there people were like, we don't need guards. We don't need guards. We don't need more guards. And I'm like, like this guy can like, he can score. Like I'm not saying that we're going to get him, but I, I, I like – Microwave score. And we talked, I mean, we, I think Lito and I are on the same page, but the kid from UConn, um, Hawkins, who I just love. I mean, you want some off ball movie. You want some guy can score, shoot, spacer, et cetera. Yeah. That's who I'm targeting. But I mean, I've seen that he can go at 11. I think he can go at 18, go at 12, he can go nine. Like yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem. And and so now, Lito, you, you, you start hearing rumblings of obviously Portland with number three, Dallas with number 10. I don't think it's a draft that you move up in, especially in the Pelicans uh, state. But what do you think, Lito? I mean, I think one, two, three are lock. One, two picks, one, two, and three are a lock. Uh, regardless, if you pick Brandon Miller before Scoot, you know who going one, right? I think those three are a lock. I tried to do a semi. So this is what I, I know you asked me, like, I know the, the Pelicans' needs are, are we know, shooting and rim protection. You can't, you can never have enough shooting, right? Never. You, you're not gonna find rim protection in this draft unless you're going for Zach Eady or or the kid from um, I can't think of the kid's but name. But even from, then, though, when is a rookie I, I, at a center position that's, impacted? That's what I was gonna say. Like it's gonna take like, at least. Yeah, it's gonna Kessler. take at least. He's, I guess he's, he's like the one off. He's the one. That's exactly. actually a really good point. He's the one off. <laughs> I, I think that like I, I think that people need to understand that though like he's gonna be at least four you basically you gonna have Jackson Hayes again as a as a nineteen year old as a as a nineteen year old so I did a simulation I did like four different simulations of players that would be available from ten to eighteen okay just to try to cover all grounds of like who could be available. So what I saw, what I found was these these names kept coming up in any particular order. Uh, Kobe Bufkin, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, six four. Uh, he he averaged fourteen a game, four point five rebounds, two point nine assists. Uh, he shot thirty five percent from three. Uh, he can get to the rim. He's strong. Um, he is. He was a better shooter as the season progressed. His cons, he's he's a he was the best defensive player on that team, but he's a gambler. Okay. And as a guard coming into the NBA, I, I would want him to have more focused instincts rather than being a like being a complete like just staying in front of your guy, just playing the whole possession. Right. Right. Um, this guy also kept coming up, and I, I'm not. I want to say this: these are not guys I'm necessarily endorsing. I'm just saying these are. Who might I, be available? Who who might be available at fourteen? Bryson Sabah. Okay, I, I I've seen this name a couple times. I have not looked at. His Listen, phone. he where's he, he from? He's from uh, Ohio State. Okay, so you talk about a score. 
Man can score. Man can score the ball. Like his draft comps to me will probably be like Bubble TJ Warren. Like <laughs> Bubble T Bubble TJ Warren. He was he was he was amazing. The dude could flat out score. He could get his shots up. He a tough shot maker. He isn't bothered by defense. He's six six and he's like two thirty, right? Um, he is good for work. He he loves to beat up on smaller guards. Uh, at on the block, he's a three level shot maker. He, I, I, to be honest, this guy to me doesn't have many offensive weaknesses. But here's the thing about him: if we got to talk about the good, we got to talk about the bad. This motherfucker do not like passing the ball. Like he, he's <laughs> a, gonna work. He's a black hole when it comes to passing the ball. He's a bad athlete. Terrible on defense. Um, <clears throat> the other guy that kept, I mean, it's a couple of guys, right? Uh, I, I'm not high on this kid, but he has lottery potential in Jalen Hood, uh, Shafino. Um, he's a good mid range scorer. He can't create off the dribble, good rebound, a good athlete. He scored 35 to beat Purdue as a freshman. That was the highlight of his season. Um, his cons, and this is why it wouldn't work for me, he's a reluctant shooter. His questionable shot selection, and he had a very inconsistent year. I get he was a freshman, um, but we can't draft projects. Can't draft keep saying that. Projects. No projects for the love of God. Go ahead. So listen, getting to a guy who's not going to be a project, <laughs> Chris Murray. Really? I didn't think that was coming out of your mouth. I thought you were going to go jet. I watched film at Chris. Love, obviously, love his older brother. Solid shooter, solid defender, older prospect. He's going to be 23 at the time of the draft. Which the Pelicans love. Which the Pelicans love. Not a bad athlete. Kind of sleek, kind of <laughs> sneaky athletic. Crafty finisher around the rim. Good offensive rebounder. Average two offensive rebounds a game. 7.9 rebounds a game. He will cut from the perimeter, which is something that only one other person on this team does. You um, talking about the guy that's the main problem on the offensive yeah, side? Yep, so, that guy. Okay. Yep. High IQ guy. Decent pull-up midi. Doesn't shoot the three. Who that? Well. Chris? Yeah. I, I Man. So, listen. This is the thing. Okay. This is the thing. He can shoot over smaller players. I think... I think he's not a big splash, but he be he will be a rotational player in the NBA for a while, right? And he's a versatile defender. You said he can't shoot the three. I think I was. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, struggle <laughs> shoot, struggle shooting three in his uh, last year. I think he he's a streaky shooter. His his shot is not his brother's shot. But but listen, wait, listen, Justin. This year he had a game of thirty points, twenty rebounds, four assists. He made four threes and had two blocks. If I, I'm not saying Chris Murray is a bad selection. I'm not saying he's a bad selection, but I just need a three point shooter. On the team. Again, this is not I, an that's endorsement. What I need. I, no, not- I know it's not an endorsement, but like I think of Jordan Hawkins. I think I, I don't care about defense. Like as to your point, Ross, I don't care about defense. I don't care. About, like I need a shooter for sure. I have defenders on my team. Like we we selected Dyson Daniels at eight. Like I don't need another defender. Listen, hold any on. guy can score. I got two more people. All right, two more people. Keontae right. George. I like Keontae. Keontae George is a he's kind of like a, a bulldog. He's a he averaged 15 a game. He had like four <laughs> rebounds. He's a volume shooter. He's not a you can not like, efficient if, at all. If you watch him play, you clearly see Steph Curry is his favorite player. The way he plays the game, Steph Curry, he grew up watching Steph Curry, right? Super confident. The thing about him is he shot 150 free throws this year. I think that was six in the Big 12. When he gets to the NBA, when he gets on, he's going to eventually live at the line. It may be, I had that in my scouting report. Uh, he plays downhill. He which, plays downhill. And we don't have no creation off the dribble. Well, we don't have a downhill player. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess I guess Zion would be the downhill player. Yeah, yeah but, but I, in terms I, of like it's a guard, different like yeah. downhill. Yeah. As a guard, exactly. Right? As, like Ross said, as a guard, like I, we have no creation. I complete and like he, you know what else about Alito? He loves contact. I mean, you want to talk about a guy like I hate once again. I feel like I've said this a million times. I hate the guys that like do the little sweep through and like get the little foul. Like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Reeves that has been really doing with the Lakers, but like he does that. Like you need to get. We have nobody. That, like the, you know who the best guy is on our team that does that's JV. Like does the stupid sweep throughs and like all that kind of different yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, but Keontae does that at a high level. He, he's he's he has his cons. <laughs> he a chucker. He's not efficient. He's That's a, what scares me. He's, he's a, chucker. a chucker. He's Chucks. a chucker. My, Who's my your last, last guy. My last guy, Maxwell Lewis. Yeah, a little cough on you today. And my daughter got me sick. Gosh, welcome. <laughs> You've been there a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kids, for three years of it. <laughs> Maxwell Lewis, it. man. Maxwell Lewis. He averaged 19 as a 19 a game as a freshman. He shot a 50, 40, 84 split. Athletic wing, good catch and shoot guy, good rebounder. Shot 36 uh from three during the season. Uh cons, bad defender. Hold on. Won't listen. Let me get this off. Let me get this off. That's my guy. Yeah, I, I did. I think, he's a, guy him too. I I think, I think he's a guy who's gonna shoot up draft. Board. I think like, he got so much potential. I think he does too. Do y'all think he's kind of slow? I don't think he's like that. I don't think he is. He's kind of slow in the same way that like if if you thought Trey was slow though, it's just a long legged thing. I don't think it's like a. I don't think he's slow. If you asking me like, does he have a burst, or is he or is he, or is like, he, is he slow creating separation? Like, not, I'm not but, saying he's a guard, but like, but listen, <sighs> he's not gonna need the separation because okay. of who's gonna be on the floor. Okay, that's fair. I mean, six, he's, got, he's got a good uh, height, um, six seven one ninety five. There's some guys like two you just. I watched watch. film on him. Like you, did, I, I liked him a lot because I, I, I worry thing. about competition though. Like play pepper. Nah, I don't. Like, I don't worry about it. I do. Uh, I mean, it's not like he played at like D two or something. Like, no, I'm not saying he's, but he's playing against like Pacific and like Lamar. He's playing against the same people Jalen Williams just played against and came in the NBA and All busted right. people's ass. But the the thing is. When you watch, like, because I thought it's funny, y'all. We just talked about the Keontae George guy because I watched, the, like, I, the film I watched. Sometimes, even though, you, like, yes, you come away with the takeaway of like eh, some of these are bad shots, but some guys just look impressive. Like yep. I thought the first guy, I, I thought the guy from Michigan, like I, I, I watched, no, uh, um, the guard, the first guy. Oh, uh, um, Buffkin. Yeah. Like I, I, I watched Buffkin. I didn't like he just doesn't. He didn't look good. Like if you watch like two hours, if your name's be Kobe, like I watched two hours of him, was just like, yeah, Kobe would have just okay. Like he just like there's Stabby nothing angry. that's that's stepped like show like, and there's some other guys. Forget whether they made the shots or not. Like there's other guys that just like damn, this dude kind of pops off the screen. Like yeah. it just yeah. looks good. Keontae is like, a guy like can, that. Like you Keontae can, pops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keontae, that's even though it's like yeah, there's some bad shots in there, and that's stuff that you clean up. I mean, he's 18 years old and. Playing in the Big Twelve, and no shit, there's some bad shots. Oh, I thought you were a keep going. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's it's like he. I'm, that's I'm saying no, it's about Keontae. Maxwell Lewis, Keontae. There were okay. certain guys you watch, and I'm like, yeah, like that guy just looks talented. Let's get back like, with Maxwell yeah. because I, I want to hear. I kind of cut you off, Lita, but I, I have watched his film. I thought it was I thought he was impressive. I like the way he uses his body. I I actually like his I like his form. So do I. I watch form a it's lot. Clean. So do I. I don't watch like. So back to your Keontae point, mm -hmm. he shot. I think like forty percent for the field, thirty percent. But his form is yeah. nice. Looks good. That's his form. Yes. I'm looking. I go clean up shot selection on him, like, and it's like, going to be a different. Point. I go ooh, like it's clean. It's nice. Like even with Dyson, I think Dyson has nice form. He it's does have nice going form. There. But like, you, know, you, know the, you know, you know the you know the problem. It's very slow. 
Yeah, it's like it's too like if you get caught in a pinch, right? If you get yeah. a bad pass or like you know, like you're coming robotic. off, you can't shoot. But Keontae, you know what I think it is? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's fine. I think it's more of him thinking. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think people don't even look at the goal. The I, yeah. I, I think Dyson really needs G League. I, I'm not saying Dyson's a bad player. I think he needs some G League rest. But let's let's get back to Maxwell Lewis because yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxwell is actually an interesting prospect. Ross, I know you really like him. Uh, Lito, go ahead. I lost my breath there on the last. No, you good. I mean, it was just impressive what he did as a freshman. As a freshman, he's the best player on that Pepperdine team. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think he shot. He, he was, but he was, he was high, thirties, uh, all damn near forty from three, uh, six seven. He uses a, a pump fake well. He's got a good uh, jab step. Um, he he can score. The thing, the thing too for me, he can score in a move. Yeah, uh, I saw him in like action, and he shoots over. Yeah, you know, defenders. It wasn't a. It wasn't a, a, a problem. Like, he takes difficult shots. And you I know love, what else? I love like, the way he attack close out. That, and also, like, he's a, <laughs> he's a six seven guard. Like, he's just yeah. another six seven. Instead of, like, a no shot, I have no disrespect, but, like, the Kairos and the Jose's, and, like, we're, we're pretty small there. Like, we, as I think J-Dub said, like, I need a six 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 seven guy. That's, that's today's NBA, man. That's today's NBA. And that's why Trey Murphy, you're like, you're like holy shit. Like, Trey, like, pops off. He's 6'6". Six, six, or what is Trey? Oh, sorry. 6'10". Sorry, 6'10". Right? But he's lanky. He's long. He can do... Like, Maxwell kind of reminds me a little bit of I, I'm going to say this. I said that. So right after the thing, I'm telling you, hey, look, if you watch it, 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 it's not a comparison of the player. I'm not saying right. Maxwell Lewis is going to be Trey Murphy. But when you... When you watch, it's e like you see these things, and it may just be because we watch the Pelicans so much. So it's like our, our mind immediately goes to that type of player. But it like it looks like there are things he does that look like that. I'm gonna say this. My preferred pick will probably be uh Jordan Hawkins. Yeah. Who's he remind you of? He, he, Shout out five. Man, he got reality written all over <laughs> him, man. He he just he Who just, said that today is Ty, uh Tyler. Yeah, yeah Tyler Ferguson. said that shit today. Yeah. I'm going to say this about uh, Lewis, though. There is no science to drafting players. No. But he feels like a safe pick. He feels like a guy that, like, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, he's safe. Like, he's not going to be, like, a bust. Like, he can be a player. You know what I'm saying? Because if he doesn't do anything else well, he can already shoot. You know what I'm saying, and, and, and he's got the length, like he can. And he, he, I know you don't, you know, you you started it off by saying you don't necessarily care about defense, but he defends well. He gets deflections. He blocks shot. Uh -huh. He's sneaky. He's sneaky, athletic. Like he'll, he'll, he'll catch you slipping. And I think that if he does nothing else well, his his shot profile is gonna translate immensely, especially to a team like us. Yeah. And Ooh. things like, a, yeah, I, I agree, Leo. And, I, and things that we have to think about, like especially with a guy like Maxwell Lewis who played at Pepperdine, no shot towards Pepperdine, but like I can guarantee you every coach went to, when they play Pepperdine, like, hey, stop number 24 for Pepperdine. Like right. the, the the entire defense is focused right on him. The, the thing that called me, I did some research on him, the thing that called me off guard was he, for, he, he decided to forego his senior year of high school to specifically train for the for college. Really? He decided to not play basketball. He just want he trained to play college basketball. I'm glad you brought that up. Another thing about Keontae that I love, and maybe this guy too, Maxwell, this kid Maxwell, like I need like a junkyard like dog. Yeah, animal. That's why you love Scoot. Like I was like, I, I have Scoot. Scoot. It's like Scoot the guy, like, but Scoot is a generational talent. No, stop. Stop. I, stop. I've already <laughs> called Chet. I mean, I haven't even seen Chet. I've yet, never said he was him. not a I've never said he was a generational talent. I'm 
I've never said chat Bro, was. we were sitting in Vegas, no, and you were literally I was just, like, we I was literally just stayed I was just for fucking you. chat, and I was like, this is like one of the worst performances ever. You like, tripped. Yo, he bro, was going crazy. He was that. It was terrible basketball. He's just, so, I don't I'm, I'm going to say this. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Ari Clark, man. I, I got to get you here. But he, at that oh, summer Ivan, league, yeah. yeah, at that summer league game, watching Chet, but watching Jalen Williams, it was very evident very early on who Jalen Williams was going to be. Yeah. And it's like, bro, if you, this is a Pelican show, yeah. but I'm just speaking logically. If you look at this Thunder team, and you see who they adding back, and like they, st- bro, I, man, you gonna have to deal with them. Great segue into our last uh, into our last segment. Um, this is a Ross topic. <laughs> God, I feel bad for you, man. I, I told you, I told you it was coming. Right, like, once real. they go to the nurseries or she once they go to daycare, like it's done. Um, Ross, yes. Western Conference outlook for next year. There are a lot of questions. Let's go through them. <clears throat> Portland said they want to get up. Give up number three. They want to try to build around Dane. Then you got Dallas and Kyrie. That's an interesting situation right there. You got the Lakers. Will Kyrie go to Los Angeles? Okay. You have, obviously have Denver. Um, other teams. Okay. C's on the rise. Okay. Uh, who are some teams that are like Sacramento, right? Can Sacramento repeat that same performance they had this year? Um, Houston gets a James Harden. Ooh, Houston gets like James Harden. Harden. It's Golden State. Pick, like, like, is Draymond go? There are a lot of questions, right? Okay, so let's talk about the Western Conference and the outlook this year. If the Pelicans can stay healthy, if they can get Zion, they get Brandon back, they get a healthy CJ, which a lot of people are not talking about. Where are we at? What can we do moving forward? So Denver <clears throat> is pretty entrenched, right? I think most of their guys are coming back. Like as long as Jokic and Murray and Michael Porter are there, like they're going to be, yeah. they're going to be really good. Um, you know, I, I think Memphis is going to have some changes. I forgot about Memphis. That was another Memphis. Ja. I mean, is he suspended half a season, full season? There's a lot Sounds of questions. Sounds like Dylan Brooks Dylan is Brooks gone. gone. Like, is it, so there's there's definitely questions there. Questions there. You don't think there's questions there? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that wasn't it. I think there's questions there. You know, th- this is, I don't mean to get, yo, this is my only question. Dylan Brooks was told that he was coming, he was not coming back under any means necessary. Necessary. Because he talks shit to LeBron, is that like what is? What? I think there's more to that. I yeah, personally, I think he became that. a distraction. I think okay that they didn't want like and a distraction for what? Like he also probably wants to get paid. Yeah, like a replaceable distraction. I mean, he go go to a team. He's gonna go to a contender. Oh yeah, and, and I he's think gonna he'll be thrive. a solid player. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, people are like, doing Brooks, why were the Pelicans so I'm like, hey, hold up, guys. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, not saying like Dylan's like a, a game the last three like, years. Dylan's like a like. I wouldn't mind Dylan on my team. His shooting yeah. fell off a cliff this year, but yeah, I mean, you know. he did some stupid stuff. But like, I kind of like love his mentality. But go ahead, Ross. Yeah, he strikes me as the type of guy that ends up in like Miami or something <laughs> on like a below market yep, deal. Probably will thrive. Like, yeah, and does well. Um, and so you start thinking about some of those teams. Obviously, Sacramento, I think again, kind of entrenched with what they have. But it's really those teams like Portland. Jeremy Grant's coming off the books, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at I look at some of those teams. Uh, Portland, what is Houston like? What does Houston look like? They've stunk. If James Harden gets they've like stunk for four or five, however many years now. But if Harden goes there, they have the number four pick. Maybe they don't even make that pick, right? Maybe they they do something else. Can I cut you off real quick? Yeah, some Lido because I think that James Harden and Jabari Smith would be really really good. But go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. That's a team that could, I think, take a. Oklahoma City size jump from like what OKC did last year to this year. Okay. I think if Harden goes there, 
all the young guys have another year. Who who you who you you got to move one of the one of one of them young guys, right? Like I get, you get Kevin Porter out of there. That, right. That's addition by subtraction in and of itself. All right, Ooh, you came in quick there. Um, trash player, you Phoenix know, and so. Clippers. Phoenix got a lot. Ooh, Phoenix, Phoenix is, is that's like, what I'm saying. So you start yo, those are those are two of the teams that when I like start Phoenix is looking old and they have a lot of money and they got an eight and problem. They got an aggressive owner though. Yeah, but maybe too aggressive. <laughs> I maybe yeah, I think way too I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. Go ahead. I mean, that's all. no. I was just gonna say. I think them. I think them firing Monty Williams was a mistake. It was so stupid. It was a mistake. But you know what? I, I feel like I feel like Bud should have been fired. But in the same breath, like look at a team like Denver, right, where they've had playoff hiccups. For I think Mike Malone, I think I think in year three he didn't make the playoffs, and there was rumbling that he yeah. was on the outs there. But if you look at what like when an ownership group has patience and they allow continuity, build, they allow you to build, man. And there's something to be said for for that, right? For I mean, we talked about it a little bit this year, and then everybody ended up getting hurt. But like, there's something to be said for knowing what's coming back, and and this is the only like. Yes, I want to see changes for us at the coaching at the coaching level, or, or at least additions to the, the staff. staff. Okay. Yeah, additions to the staff. But there's something to be said for like just the continuity of being like, now nah, we're coming back. Same owner, same GM, same coaches, almost all of the same core pieces. And I feel like that's kind of where Denver has been. And yeah, they had some hiccups in the playoffs, but one of those years, Jamal Murray was hurt. Like one of those years, Michael Porter was hurt, and so it's like, and then some, one of those years, shit just breaks right. And like, one of those years, uh, during the pandemic year, like playing in Denver's a bitch, like yeah. that is a huge advantage yeah. to them. And so it's like, there's just one of like, there's some of those things that you know, people have said it this year. Well, if everybody stays healthy, like who knows what could happen. And while that's frustrating to me for, for certain reasons. It's also there's like there is a level of truth to it. And you saw that with Denver this year. Like nobody really missed any games. And they were the clear one seed and they've still got their whole team healthy and right. they're just rolling through the playoffs. And it's like there's something to be said for your best players just playing all the time and right. having the same coach and the same staff and the same system. And yeah, year after year, assuming that you've got some of the right things in place, like it can lead to a year like what Denver's having. Um, Phoenix is a big question mark. Golden State, well, I think, has a lot of question marks. The Clippers are going to be good again, assuming everybody comes back and is healthy. But they have the same issues I think we have. Like, can Paul George and Kawhi Leonard play a whole season anymore? I don't. I, I think that's an unquestioned no. And, and so that's what I wanted to. I guess. I guess y'all hone in on your entire thesis here is that y'all think that the West is gettable. From what I'm from today, what was today, May twenty first, the West next year is gettable. Why are you smiling? There's a lot of questions on a lot of teams. There's yeah, a lot of questions. And, and listen, the Pelicans have a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Okay. We fall into the have a lot of questions. Like, I'm not saying no, that. For I, me, we fall into the, the Clipper, the same thing with the Clippers. If you could tell if you could no, sit here before no. the season and say and we're way younger though. And we are younger. But That's if you could sit here and worse. say, like, hey, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are gonna they're gonna play 70, 70 games next year. Not 82. They're gonna play 68 to 70 regular season games and be healthy going to the playoffs. Most people are gonna be like, "Shit, that's a championship contender." And I forget you have a they have a big Russell Westbrook question too. I, and I got crushed for this. I would take Russell yeah. Westbrook on our team. I would, I'm bro. going on saying on the airways. I would. I, I and I said that before you, but when he was on the Lakers, I said that. I've never seen a man have a three for sixteen game and change the outlook of a playoff game before. I he once again junkyard dog does everything. 
tries to. <laughs> I just think he's a, a California not, guy. The Pelicans, are, you know, like, oh, the Pelicans aren't gonna get him. Yeah, I don't think he's. No, no, I'm not, I'm just yeah. saying, but like they have a big question. Um, there's Minnesota, a lot of questions in the West. There is Minnesota. I think another big one. Like, that, what are they do with Cat Gobert? Like sure, that didn't yeah. work. Well, okay, let me. You, you good? You done? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to just go down the top, right? Sorry, man. I'm going to go down the top. Denver a lot. Denver, go be, Denver is going to yeah. be who they are. I think with them, if you look at what they did, they made little moves. They signed up Bruce Brown, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> The guy who's going to do be gritty and do the the, the the junkyard dog things. KCP was a great signing. I, case, case, I thought they traded. Oh, they traded for him. Yeah, I, sorry. Either Washington. way, they got. I Either, mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a it was a minimalist like type, you know, move. But yeah. I think the Grizz. I know, I know, job missing games is like a thing, but to me, I don't think they're gonna miss a beat because if if you look at if you, I mean, he missed twenty five games last the year before last. I just think the situation around Jaws a, a lot. It, yeah, I'm not saying that like injuries are different thing. I think the situation around Jaws and like. When, when I say not miss a beat, I mean, I think they'll still make the playoffs. When Jock came back, I thought that was the worst thing that could have happened for him. Yeah, opinion. I agree. Because I thought I thought Jones was doing a really good job at the point. He, he's going to keep him. Well. He's going to keep him afloat, like yeah. for sure. I think the Kings are real. I think the Kings. I don't. Really, I really don't. I don't think the Kings are real. Wow. Why is that? I don't either. I think Sabonis had. A, I thought. I thought. I thought Sabonis got completely exposed in the playoffs. Um, and I, I'm not saying Fox is a bad player. I think Fox is a good player, but I, I think like I'm interested to see will uh, Murray have that. Um, I think he can have that I, type I, of year again. I, 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 I think, said and this they got a and nobody question conference. And and I said this uh, the whole <laughs> like countless times, and it just went in one ear and out the other. If anyone knows, it, we should know it. Health matters. Go look at how many games our starting five play together. Mm-hmm, I think it's mm-hmm, like 75 mm-hmm. or 76. Like is everyone really, yeah. in their starting lineup, I think played either 75 or 76 games. Like no one factor. missed a game other than like De'Aaron Fox missed like four or five. I'm serious. Go look at it. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, like, point when out, your whole fucking starting lineup plays every game, like you're going to be. And that's another thing with the Nuggets. That good. The Nuggets were compl- like really healthy. I know Jokic had like, his little he- thing like, at the end of the year, but like they were healthy. The Kings were healthy. The Warriors almost so were not every healthy. game. That's they, interesting. Like, all, 75 or 76 games, I mean, they were in the same I starting pray. lineup. Out I would there. pray for 75. Think Bro. about that 75 or 76 games. That's almost every game of the whole season. They ran the same starting lineup out there. And th- I think this is the most games that Jokic has missed. Like, Jokic doesn't miss, like, what, eight? He doesn't miss games. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a little machine. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say this uh, Sabonis needs to spend some time in understanding he has a right hand. Pause. And I think that, <laughs> I think that, like, Yo, you can't allow I, I I feel what you're saying. I feel what y'all saying about that, but I think Fox's talent along with 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 the integration of Monk pushes that team cuz they have they have You think Monk has I think dog, he you said a microwave, right? He a microwave. I know, I like Monk. He a microwave. He's you exactly, liked Monk 2 years ago. I he's exactly you. the guy I want coming off my bench next year. Go find me in the draft whatever you think is the closest thing to Malik. He heartless. <laughs> he don't care who in front of him. Like, yo, you seen the shit he was talking to Steph? Yes. <laughs> he was, he was, he was going crazy. I think Keegan Murray is going to take a step because I think the thing with Keegan Murray is this is Keegan Murray. Like, he, there is nothing that has to change about his game. Harrison he, Barnes is probably gone though. Yeah, that, you know, bro. You know the crazy thing you you realize Harrison Barnes is only thirty years old. God, he looks like he's forty, and he's not even thirty yet. He's twenty nine. He looked thirty in college. I did not know that. 
he he's bro, like he's he's had three different NBA lives. He really has. It's funny. And then the the best part of the whole thing is like <laughs> him not inviting Draymond Green to his wedding, but inviting uh, Stephen Clay. Well, he's yeah, he thinks Draymond got him traded for KD. But I mean, it's KD. I mean, yeah, I would. Do I'd trade. I actually would. I, we were on record saying we would trade a lot of people. I I have no love for anybody when it comes to getting the player I want. Like I don't feel like nobody's. If if, if it's the best player available, I don't think Man, anybody's in touch. Can with I, I? And I know it was coming off the calf thing, but like I thought, KD looked old in the playoffs. He he did. He did. The, the entire everybody besides uh, Devin Booker looks old. He did. Like, I Suns. I think old. the Suns are going to be. An, I, I don't even see a coach go like they're saying. Try to pry was it Ty Lue? Mm-hmm. Like I, Ty, Ty Lue's a great coach. I don't see him fixing that situation. I don't think. I don't, I don't think they need much wait, of a fix. I don't know how much there is to fix. I'm about like, to say, if Chris, I like if Chris Paul comes back next year and they he just basically back. roll back with the same like four or five. You think that players? team's good? I do. I yeah, don't. I think so. I mean, yeah. what, what you call not good? You don't, you don't think they're going to the playoffs? Yeah, like what do you? How many how many games are you penciling Chris Paul and Kevin Durant? Like as so many as they played this year. They're going to win fifty games. Yeah, like as many as they played this year. However many that was. Durant okay. was hurt half the year, and Chris Paul missed you know his normal twenty yeah. games. Imagine if Kevin Durant and Chris Paul miss over 15, 20 games. Who are they playing? Who's coming off the bench? They have literally nobody. Nobody. No, you I can't. think. But, but that's what I'm like, but they, no, like, no, no, no. Uh, so look, that's what I'm saying about their owner. I think their their owner doesn't mind going into the luxury tax. Like he he will he will do what, bro. And listening to him talk, he's gonna do whatever is necessary to build a contending team like year by year. That that sounds nice. I wish. I mean, it must um, be nice. I, I think the Clippers going right back. I think they said they want Chris Paul back. Um, so Clippers, I, Clippers want CP three. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Suns. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Suns. Uh, I was like, what? Suns want Suns want Chris Paul back. The Clippers. I think. I mean, the Clippers are us. They, they, you know that's a really good point. I feel like the Clippers are ours. Yeah. Clippers and you know what? They're just, they're us just a few years like down the road. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I, Dallas, um, da- and Dallas I think Dallas there, is like, screwed. I think Dallas isn't good, and I think they're screwed. Dude, could you imagine a song leader? They gave up Finney Smith. Um, help me out here. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, a first-round unprotected in 2029, and I think two second rounds for three months of Kyrie Irving, in which they didn't make the play in, didn't make the playoffs. And then Kyrie's probably gonna leave to go to Los Angeles. Even if he doesn't, like, like what is Luca? Like, what is Luca Ky- thinking? I think even if Kyrie comes back, like, I don't think that. that oh, they're not, not good. good, and they're gonna lose Christian Wood. Who, who cares? But like, they, they said, like, they might be that, like he's still a guy that played twenty five, you know, thirty well, minutes for you. Not, like, what I'm saying though is like, they I heard they're interested in DeAndre Ayton. Ayton has a huge contract with Luca's contract. If you lose Kyrie, you're still money's tied in those two players a lot. A lot of questions. So uh, we are debuting. This is Lala's idea. We're debuting um, tweets. Mean tweets, funny tweets, whatever it may be. Uh, this weekend, um, shout out Jake Hardy, who uh, does a great job. Pelicans reporting Boot Crew Media. You got a new uh, segment? A yeah, new segment. New segment. Um, like like so, like um, Lido had come out with a comment talking about how Miles Turner never had a Herb Jones defender and Herb Jones never had a rim protector like Miles Turner. Quote tweet. Um, oh, shoot. My... Sorry, my mic was muted. Um, now I'm hearing. Sorry, I'm hearing doubles. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Um, wow. Lito came out and said this about Miles Turner and how he's never had a Herb Jones defender. Herb Jones never had a Miles Turner uh, rim protector. This guy said, Lito and Chris are the only smart ones in the Propels Talk podcast. He's wasting his talent like Kevin Gar- Kevin Garnett on the Wolves. <laughs> 
I'm gonna start calling Lido KG. Oh, I think I like that big ticket. Call the big ticket. <laughs> from now on, from now on, Lido's the big ticket. Change your Twitter name to the big ticket. The big ticket. I'm gonna do that tonight. Yo, the, the big back. ticket. Uh, <laughs> that guy hates like. Uh, Shout out. Who that was? Who was that? Shout out to you. Yo, uh, it was. <laughs> Oh man, I love. It. I, I can't say I, I can't see what it says. But it I says, can even see it. It's something out of, but uh, yeah. You know, Chris, shout out Chris Cotter, uh, the only smart ones in Pro Pels Talk podcast. He's wasting his talent like KG on the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like, I love that they gave us an example. See, that's I appreciate, I appreciate that type that. of insult. Is, is I appreciate because it didn't just say what a waste or like he, he like he went the next step of being like. He's wasting his talent <laughs> and then gave you an example of a wasted talent. I, I that's a, see, I, that's next level. I appreciate like, that. That's somebody who's thinking before they just type something. Man, I, I, and I, I have respect for people that think before they tweet. Man, Justin texted me talking about he's calling me KG. I, 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 you know what, Lee, or, uh, Ross? Actually, I saw the text. I didn't even give him the tweet. I, I didn't said, know what the fuck he was talking about. KG. <laughs> like, this guy's calling you Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Well deserved. Congratulations. Big you're, the, you're the big winner here today. You're the big winner today. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Whatever your name was. I didn't see I can't Some see. Some motto or whatever it was. Uh, you, he's always Thank he's you, always man. giving shit. So bad tweets uh debuting every Sunday night here. So shout out to <laughs> appreciate y'all following. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on Brandon Ingram. Who should take it? Uh Pelican should trade the pick. Whoa. <laughs> you did. I wish we would have gotten in that. I think they should probably trade the pick too. Um, and then also Smoothie King Center um, renovations. Let me, let me uh, upgrade you. Yeah, we need it. Uh, shout out Lala. Shout out Five, man. Five say we need smoothie bowls. That's that's so. It's acai right there. bowls, too, bro. bro. Oh my god. I was about to quote to you with the acai Please bowls. Please get playa just... bowls. Get play. No, the Smoothie you know King what? bowls are trash. Are they? They're bad? Bro, it's $14. Like, the playa we... bowls came out. Uh, there's one that by my house that just opened up. They're pretty good. Where? I'm sorry? Yeah, you lying? Well, I'm not lying. It's on um, it is on Magazine Street. Say less. All right. Are you coming up to I'm not Dude, going to pliable? a basketball game to get a bowl. Have you lost? Have you had mind? a pliable? Could I just no? Get, could I just get a fucking caniac with some cane sauce and a little? Like, yeah, yo, it's brother's toast? chicken in there. It's really it's brother's chicken. Man, somebody uh, crushed brother's chicken today. It's never, trash. Wow, you're crushing it too. You said a lot of grease. I, Bro, I, mean, I only ever brothers. enjoyed that shit when I was drunk. Like, I'm not soberly eating that chicken. No. You're not sober at the game. So, exactly. <laughs> Give me a Felipe's burrito. Ooh, now we talking. Lito Can we to, get wines in there? No, Lito went to, Whatever. I love Lito was the game with his mom. Got completely hammered. <laughs> Good. Good. Shout out Lito's mom. Yeah. Uh, big ticket, like, baby. The big ticket. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. We'll see y'all on Tuesday. Yeah. Later. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.